Welcome to the Music Business Podcast. Whether you're an aspiring music business professional or a seasoned vet, every Thursday, the Music Business Podcast brings you the trends, tactics, and insights from some of the world's brightest minds in music. I'm Jordan Williams of EQT Management. And I'm Sam Heisel from Knox. We're not teachers. We're entertainment industry professionals, drinkers, wannabe comedians, and most importantly, fans. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Music Business Podcast. You have Jordan Williams here with my co-host. Samuel Heisel. And we are here today with a friend of mine, Masego's tour manager, Levi Wilcox. Super excited to get into it with a man. Um, I've known Levi for a little bit, just working on the management side with Masego. Um, super talented, super driven. Um, super excited to let you guys into the world of a tour manager. I know a lot of people don't necessarily know what responsibilities that are, that is and what they cover. Um, including myself. When I started in management, I wasn't too familiar with the jobs of tour management until I actually went on the road with somebody for a couple of weeks, you know. So I'm super excited for everybody to hear what that what that line of work is like and, and what you're supposed to expect from a tour manager, but also if you want to get into tour management. Totally. And I think, first of all, I'm a huge fan of Masego. So to be able to, I think... What's interesting about the success that Masego's had, I mean, obviously he's a very unique musician with a dope sound, brings together a bunch of different genres, jazz, R&B, soul, hip hop, uh, creates a really cool live experience, but he's touring very aggressively and w- tours, there's so many things that could go wrong, but in order for them to go well, it really depends on the, the kind of the quality of the tour manager. And I think, um, being able to understand the skills that lend themselves to being a great tour manager, um, that are not only good for tour management, but good for whatever career you may have, I think it's made this episode really, really interesting to me. So I think uh, really excited for all you guys to hear it. So without any further ado, let's jump into it. Let's do it. All right, Levi, thanks for coming in, man. <laughs> well, I'm in, Jordan. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Good, man. Enjoying the beautiful weather and just getting ready for another one. Yeah, yeah. So you leave, you leave tomorrow? Uh, tonight, actually. Tonight. Yeah. Shit. Where are you headed? Fly to London, and then I we drive to Croydon uh, for rehearsals for the first festival. Sick, sick. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm super glad to have you on. I think a lot of people, especially, don't. I know for management, they don't have any idea what I do. They think I'm a music producer. So if you, if you, if you make it some sort of niche where it's tour management, people are really confused. They're like, so if you do this, what does a tour manager do? You that's, know, that's the funny thing I think about this industry is like. Everyone does a pretty solid job and like what they do is so important, but no one has really any clue what the fuck the other job does. <laughs> right. Right. Um, especially people, you know, I know a lot of our listeners are like just getting started in the music industry and things like that. And nice, I know nice. me when I, when I started, I had no idea what opportunities there were. So I just made music as like a way to be in the music industry somehow, you know, True, even, man. even me six, seven years ago, if you, if you asked me what a tour manager did, like I'd be like, I have no idea. Like I remember even, when I started at EQT, somebody asked me to advance a show. And I was like, you're going to oh, have really? to teach me what that is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have no idea what that is. So, so I guess like, you know, in a, in a sentence or two, like what do you, what as, as a, I mean, you also are a lighting director. So as a, as a tour manager though, specifically what, what's some of the work that you do? Yeah, man. So TMing runs from everything between hiring and letting go, making sure the team is a foundation, first of all, and then um, putting people like, and their job duties, kind of like Dan on the team right now. He's just getting more into the music directing role. Um, just making sure that like when we hire on musicians, he f- sees that forefront and I just kind of oversee it. So first of all, it's hiring. Um, and then when it comes to actual like touring itself, 
it's like you said, advancing. And that starts maybe, you know, at least two months out. And it's just emails all day. Um, what is it? What is advancing? Advancing is pretty much getting your hotels, your ground transportation, your flights, the run of show, which means like what time you load in, set up and sound check and set time, making sure that's all in order. And then you also submit the writer, the input list, the stage plot and those things. Like when I mentioned the writer, it's every, every show has a green room for the artist, you know? And the promoter that books the shows fills those green rooms with items. And your writer is what's all those items. Like if you want snacks and drinks and stuff. What's the craziest thing on Masego's writer? (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have like actually a crazy thing. Um, he, he's a very, he loves printing off Sago dollars. Um, and we have these things where we have like 10 different currencies because of all the different places we've had to go. And we ask, it's a non-negotiable thing. It's the only non-negotiable thing in the writer we have where the promoter has to print off and cut, um, a hundred individual Sago dollars with his, you know, it's currency with his face on it, which is pretty funny. That's pretty cool. And then he likes, um, but he's not like a party animal. Yeah. So he's yeah. not, That's good. he's not, he's not asking for Patron and, all types, or, or even like even though they give it to full him sometimes. Of blue Skittles only. <laughs> yeah, I need the venue to go through nah, ten yeah. bags of Skittles. <laughs> nah, nah. I've, I've been. That happens though. It does. Yeah, of yeah. course. Peanut M and M's, no peanuts, but maybe just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> you, you should call like, I want the peanut the- from the M and M a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then the stage plot for people that don't know. Yeah. So the stage plot is like, if you are working with a band or trying to manage a band or even getting in tour management, um, you have to first know the band, like what their setup is. So like, Hey, maybe it's just a piano and a vocal or a lead guitar and drums and one vocal, or it could go larger. Maybe it's just the DJ, but no matter what that stage plot is just a bird's eye view of a box. And inside of that box is what's on stage. So you can either have like a DJ and make sure there's like a wedge, which it's a small thing is that all go into it. Right. And then you, do you design that? I know for some of my clients, for, for people where the tour managers are necessarily as steady as you are with Masego, I usually design it and then just send it to whatever really? tour manager is working. Oh, but I also do it within Photoshop. So it's not like super yeah. well designed, but like, do you, do you do that yourself? Or you have a company that you outsource? No, yeah. So I uh, definitely torrented uh, Photoshop, but it's working like a charm. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't torn it. Buy it. Buy everything. By the way, yeah. um, that can actually it comes around. It can bite you in the ass. Um, but yeah, so no, I design them. Um, it just saves time because we have so many different setups when we're traveling different places. Like Dubai was only a DJ in him, right? And then Australia was just the band, no vocalists. So there's there's multiple different versions of the stage pots that we need. That's dope. Um, so I mean, I feel like tour management. You are. The glue, making sure the train runs smoothly. And like, I feel like there's a lot of little things that could cause the train to go off the rails. And you're doing like tons of shows. Especially in tour management because it's, it's, everything is in real time. Yeah. (laughs) You're dealing with so much stuff in real time. Totally. First of all, thank you for that compliment. Appreciate that. Um, (laughs) I mean, shout out to the team. Like, you know, the crew that I have, like they make my job so much easier because we have like audio engineers and stuff. Um, but yeah, man, it's like I'm not just a dad and I have tons of children to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, like you said, everything happens in real time. The most recent thing that was pretty wild was um, we had a show in Sacramento and then we were driving to San Francisco to fly out that night to go to South Africa. 
we stopped along the way at a guitar center to get some gear and grab some food. And 20 minutes later, we go back to the uh, band van and the windows were smashed out. Everything was gone, including passports. So I had to get like same day passports, rebuy everything, but we made it work. That's crazy. You know what I'm That's crazy. We make it work. Yeah, no, when I think about tour management, I just, the stress creeps down my neck. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, tons of respect. Like, yeah. I, you ain't gonna find me being a tour manager. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay, man. It is stressful. Like, you get anxiety, but it's, it's rewarding. So at what point, like, how do you fall into tour management? Like, how did, you know, did right. it start, did it start like as doing something else? And then you did tour management kind of like, on the side and it became bigger like how how did, how does someone or yourself really fall into fall into something like that yeah i mean if i take it when i was just doing lighting design i was with gold link and that's when misego was on tour with us yeah. and on tour i, I realized misego kind of needed some help because jay money was there a couple of days um and then well you know sego sego love the kid um but i was just saying like hey man do you need some help with the production you know helping set up your stuff or whatever day in and day out he's like sure um we actually ended up getting pretty close on that tour and um that after that run is when justin which is his general manager hit me up and he was you know saying hey, is this something you're interested in doing kind of a dual role and i was like yeah man, i'll give it a shot and then just two years later here we are there it is give it a shot that's how it started. I feel like yeah. I feel like that's how it probably starts with a lot of tour managers. Yeah. Like, hey man, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Why yeah. not? And then, and then it's like, oh shit, you said yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you dead now. Yeah. Nah, but it can be cool. It can be cool. So I may be a little biased just in the fact that like I fuck with Masego heavy, but <laughs> what do you it does seem, generally speaking, like he's on a very like hot trajectory right now and picking up a lot of momentum, touring aggressively, getting a lot of good love. Today so I just got a million views in, yeah. in less than a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. For sure. And I mean like over a hundred million on the original. Yeah. Um Damn, that's over 100 now? Yeah, yeah. it's at like 115 or something, bro. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, FKJ, too. We're talking yeah. about the Todo FKJ studio video. If you haven't yep. seen it already, Google that. Um, so what do you think is helping him acquire fans and grow and kind of accelerate his momentum uh, like upon the trajectory he's on right now? Obviously, you have like an inside view. You see him at these shows. You see his work ethic. I mean, from your perspective and even your contributions, like what do you see to be the most impactful things in building momentum? Yeah, um, that's an interesting question perspective-wise because a lot of it, you know, growth-wise comes from the back end of business and marketing and booking of the shows. When it comes to the actual shows themselves, he has a really, he's nailed down a really awesome 60-minute plus encore set. Um, it's really interactive. He's a comedian too. Um, he does, he lets each band member have their own solo time in it. And then fan-wise, he's really good with his fans. He has like genuine interactions with them. He will take the time to like really just build a relationship with this one person, even though that maybe two minutes in time will just be that. But that makes a day and that creates that word of mouth for everyone else, for all the other friends. I think it's like, yo, you guys should really go check out this Masego show. It's a dope show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I think it's just like a collective experience of all that at once. Totally. No, that's amazing. I really like what you were saying, too, when it comes to like how he nurtures the relationship with fans on like a fan, like individual level. I think that's like, even for like smaller artists and managers listening to the show, I think that's like huge. There's this one, I can't remember who writes it, maybe Paul Kelly or something online, but called 1000 True Fans. And it goes beyond just the music industry, but it's based around the premise that like, no matter what you're doing in life, if you're able to nurture and develop 1000 true fans, 
people that are true like advocates and ambassadors of you, then you'll be able to succeed and do what you want. I mean, I know that compared to like Masego, who's got like thousands of fans, like it sounds like a small number, but especially for people trying to build that early tra- like traction and momentum, like being able to nurture and develop those relationships with those 1,000 true fans will really start to like create that momentum. And then Absolutely. you're saying you continue doing that even as you get bigger. And then I'm sure that just continues to add fuel to the fire. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this is like, you're, you guys are marketing, so I don't know if this even plays a role, but we've seen quite a few times, like cause he gives out roses and he throws those Sego dollars. Mm-hmm. A lot of posts of those. That's dope. And the hashtag that works with, I don't know if that even No, no sure. I definitely do. I definitely, definitely does. Do. I mean, you yeah. find creating cool ways that people will organically and want to create content. You see it happen across spaces, places, two examples, public hotel uh, in New York, Lower East Side, beautifully designed. Like they have one of the most aesthetically like stunning escalators. And that's like people's favorite thing to Instagram. It's like hotels literally around the world are designing with Instagram in mind architecturally. And then you have like Catch, which is a really cool restaurant, pretty high end here in New I've York. I've heard of that. Yeah, 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 yeah it's dope. Hot spot. But they, um, they have desserts where they'll like set it on fire or they'll literally like bring out like a massive fish just so people could take pictures <laughs> before they go back to the <laughs> kitchen <laughs> to cut it up. But no, no, not that. No, yeah. Sandwich. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they bring a live fish. <laughs> and then they ask who it. wants to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> and then have everybody take a picture. <laughs> they just hand the customer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, no, I mean, finding organic ways to make people want to capture content is like super clever. So that's, that's definitely helpful. And uh, don't kill fish, but. It'll help you get Instagram followers. Okay. Yeah, that, that'll be the next thing the second does. So <laughs> bring out a live fish and throw it into the audience. Godfather is going like, whoa! And fish would be crowd surfing yeah. and shit. Okay. Uh, back. Uh, back. <laughs> um, well, since we're having some fun, craziest stories on the road. I think let's, I mean, we'll, we'll start there. Fun. Craziest yeah, stories yeah. on the road, man. Well, like putting out fires or just like fun moments or one of each, I guess. Yeah, man, that's a oh, that's a good question. Um, mm, I would again, I would say like, well, when I was, I mean, I was threatened to get arrested when I was on stage one time. When you were on stage, yeah, that was. How I, did this was actually this was something in the water that just oh, happened. Oh, what? Yeah, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, it was because, I mean, it's not like, it's just, it's, what happened was like, because the storm was coming, we were literally about to sound check and like we had everything, everything was set. And then I was at front of house, like checking out what's going on with the lighting. And all of a sudden they say, um, they need to close down the site. So they started covering up everything, like everything. And then I get on stage and the only thing that wasn't covered was all of our instruments mm-hmm. just in the middle of the stage. <laughs> and it's like, this is the most prone thing to get hit right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, well, can we grab some of our stuff? He's like, no, you need to get off stage now. And I'm like, man, dude, this is going to get ruined. Like we, all of our gear. He's like, all right, you get 10 seconds. So I go like grab what, <laughs> what I can. What type of shit is that to say? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I realized because like the show we play back from these looper machines and one of them the main one was on stage still after we got off and i walked back on he was like no like you're not coming back on i'm like dude our show's gonna get ruined like what he's like no i'm sorry get off stage 
So then I just ended up sneaking around to the other side of the stage and I just ran on and grabbed this thing as fast as I could. And he sees me and he like grabbed my, uh, my backpack. He's like, I'm sorry if I cuss, but he was like, cause he's, no, we've been cussing yeah. the whole time. He was like, Mike, if you don't get off this fucking stage, I'm going to have you arrested right now. But you're like, bro, uh, let dude, me off the uh, stage. I got what I wanted. Let me off the stage. Yeah. He was a, he was really a, not a friendly person. Um, <laughs> man. And then other times, let's see. I think one of the lit places was Dubai. Um, that's like a five star festival, but, um, when we were there, we, uh, after the shows, Travis Scott and Masego ended up meeting up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Travis, uh, decided not to use security when he walked through the crowd. Um, so of course, when they started walking, they started getting, you know, hounded. And I pulled Masego out and, um, so I, I, I didn't want him in the middle of that. And I guess in doing that, I bumped into Travis. <laughs> Travis, like, turned around, like, pushed me. <laughs> like, hey, do you know who the fuck I am, man? He yeah. said that to and you? And I was like, dude, I'm just trying to protect my artist, man. And he, and he kept just cussing at me. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then, well, you know Ant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ant. So Ant is this guy that he does security with Gold Link and us, and he's a great DJ. He, he was he, the one who stepped in the middle. Uh, really? Yeah. Of you and Travis Scott. A little altercation there. You should have swung, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hell Fuck no. <laughs> I can't believe he legitimately said, do you know who I am? Dude, I know. Like you over and over. like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Nah, nah. I'm like, I know Kylie, but I'm sorry, bro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at what? <laughs> I know. She's a billionaire, bro. <laughs> um, so what do you think is like the most difficult thing about tour managing that people may not know? Hmm. I think the moment you leave t- to the moment you get back, like you don't, Damn. you don't take a break. Like your oh, mind is, so you just go, the whole thing. Well, I mean, you like, <laughs> even when you're sleeping, like you have to have your phone on loud because there's always something like I've had to get woken up multiple times. Like you just don't, there's the level of stress doesn't come back down until you get back kind of, and then you just keep advancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it comes to, I mean, I'd love to like dive in a little to the skill of just like responsiveness. Oh, uh, we got, yeah, we got, here. we have a guest, uh, <laughs> oh, here we a go. cameo from one of our past guests that we'd love to to welcome back yeah, in. Pierce. She's gonna, she's gonna take the mic. You and, may have heard her question. on the hit episode on syncs <laughs> and licensing. What up, fellas? Hi, how's it going, brother? She's actually synced Masego before too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. GGT, yeah. Oh, sweet. How you doing? Good. What's your name? I'm Jen. Jen, I'm Levi. Hi. Nice to meet you. So I was really excited when I heard that you were the guest today. And <laughs> I was asking Jordan if uh, if he could ask you a very specific question. And then I just figured, fuck it. I'm going to come in and ask you myself. Wow. Nice. Hopefully I can answer it. Let's talk about farts. Wow. Tell me. Great. Tell me about farts. Yeah. I mean, planes, cars, buses. Like as a tour manager, this is like, to me... All I can think about when I think so about that random. job, I know it's, it's great though. It's great. <laughs> All I can think about is like, oh my god, the farts! Like, do you have to deal with it a lot? Uh, no, not really. I mean, whoever does it, like, I thought she was gonna say whoever dealt it smells. <laughs> like, smells it, dealt it. I, like, I thought he's for real about to say it. Yeah. <laughs> You know how it is. Whoever smelled well, it, dealt well, it. You just like, because the team is so close, you just give each other shit. Right. I mean, no pun intended. <laughs> right, right, right. But you've never had a situation where it's like, all right, man, we got to get out of this bus 
or like we got to get out of this room none bro uh green, oh, green room wise like i've had to like ask someone to just like take it outside the yeah. fart it's bad <laughs> <laughs> it gets it gets bad yeah it gets, it gets really smelly right yo said take it outside yeah, tour, yeah yeah so that's just like part of the job like you just i mean it's like i said it's like just a group of children right you know? so yeah Okay. Um, but yeah, on the tour buses, that's the hard one for people because you're not allowed to like poop on the bus. Oh, exactly. <laughs> that's where I can imagine it gets really intense. Yeah, but you, you know, you have nowhere to go. It just sits there. You start that's farting what I'm it saying. up. Might be able to roll it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's an awesome question. Okay. <laughs> thank for you, me. Jen. Yeah. Yeah. All thank right. you, Jen. Thank you. Yeah. Hopefully that yeah. helped. No, yeah, that was I'll real. Yeah, that was I mean, I guess at the end of the day, if you, uh, what is it? Who smelt it, dealt it. Yeah, there it is. Right. Yeah, or dealt it, smelt it, whichever one. Take care. Jay, thank nice you. meeting you. Yo. So actually, low key, to tandem off that, um, with like, with health and stuff on the, on the road, that's actually something really important to keep under your belt. Um, eating, make sure you get protein and, some, do you make sure that the other people in the crew do that? Or is it sort of like everyone is aware of it at this point and kind of does it on their own? Right. So like tour bus wise, like when we have buses, I try to stock it with well stuff. Um, at the end of the day, like most people like, you know, bring what you can't bring what you want to eat. Um, so we have a couple, we have a vegetarian and a vegan on the team. My, my, my job is to make sure they get, you know, those proper meals, mm-hmm. wherever we are, even though going around the world, most places don't even know what vegan is. So it's, it, that's been a real challenge for our drummer. His name is John Curry. Um, Vegetarian curry only. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I right. say curry. They, you know, it's funny. The team loves ramen. Well, there you go. There you go. Save some money on the road. That can be vegan. Can I mean, you did top tier ramen. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, they're not, yeah, eating, they're not eating, eating oodles and noodles. <laughs> He said, he said, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that fast line. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> Do you know who Masego is? It's my uh, new DJ name, Lil Ramen. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. When I was in college, I didn't even know there was a such thing as, as good ramen. I just thought it was only like the oodles and noodles brand. So, so when, when I, I remember when I came to New York and they were like, y'all, you want to go get ramen? I was like, man, we're better than that. <laughs> I was like, oh no, they're talking about a restaurant. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, shaking the package. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Y'all trying to eat some ramen? I'm like, no. That's funny. <laughs> so when it comes to tour manager, uh, tour managing, I think there's a lot of skills that you have to develop in order to be a good tour manager that, uh, not only are essential to that role, but are just super valuable in other roles. Like I was mentioning, like responsiveness. I mean, you got to be super organized. From your perspective, what do you think are some of those like key skills that you've had to nurture that have been very impactful? Yeah, that's funny. You got, I was actually reading something yesterday. Um, two words, thing, or two sayings come to mind: it's productive management skills and um, professional management skills. And if you're listening, like that's two things you should just Google and look into it. Um, but that comes with just kind of like HR, um, talking, like actually just being a good people person because you're on the road. A lot of people like have shit they need to talk about and get off their chest. Um, you're the go-to person between any confrontation out there as well. Um, yeah, man, I think, and then skills wise, it's just like dealing with so many different people on different, completely different levels, like artist wise and 
like production wise and stuff. Um, it's being able to have diverse conversations, um, and using different terminology to actually have, um, productive conversations because each person you talk to, they do different things. So you need to be like, it, it just different terminologies and like, when you advance production or you're advancing hotels or flights, like when you get really into it, there's just quicker ways to get things done. Um, just being efficient with that. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know if that helped answer. No, for sure. For sure. As, um, as of, as Maceo gets bigger, I mean, you've been with him for two years, you said, Mm -hmm. um, how has the job changed? Nice. Yeah. I mean, bigger team, more responsibility, longer tours, um, and then work-wise, like me personally. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm like kind of, I'm, it's between three to four roles that I'm fulfilling. It's, um, I run the visuals, I run the lighting design and tour managing and then production and manager as well, because I handle all the advancing. Wow. Um, you know, and that's just taking on a lot more just because we're just getting, you know, just more work coming in. So I, what's going to happen, I'm going to have to, you know, pick and choose what's going to, what I can fulfill and bring on some more people, um, with that. But yeah, I think it's just bigger. He's going, the more work it is, but it's good work. Right. Right. Um, do, do, do tour managers have like dreams of playing certain stadiums like artists do? Like what are, what are your goals as a tour manager? Or is it, was it kind of just like kind of to grow with Masego? Right, man. That's a good, good question. So actually right now, um, as a tour manager, because like I have other things I want to focus on, you know, with Trakem, um, and then I have some deals and brokering between different companies in the industry. Mm-hmm. My goal is to actually still direct tours mm-hmm. um, and send out my teams to do that. Oh, so to have like a bigger tour management company. Mm-hmm. Damn, that would be tight. Because I can still get everything ready. Like we use an app. I use an app called Master Tour. Um, check that Love out. Master Tour. Yep, yep. Um, that's a great app, but like, you know, everything I do and all the advancing, it'd be easy to just get it all ready and just have, you know, the, the bodies go out and handle it. Right. I would miss lighting design. That's my favorite thing. That's like, that's my break when I, of the day. When you do your lighting. Yeah. Design. Cause there's nothing else I have to focus on and it's just fun. Right. How did you, how did you get into lighting design? Man. So, uh, <laughs> he, says, he says the same story again. He's like, hey, yo, you want to play with the lights? I mean, yeah, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> and that was four years ago. <laughs> Dude, like, low key. It was, yeah, yeah. I think it was like three and a half, three and a half, four years ago when um, I graduated from Columbia in college. Um, I was actually doing audio production there and business management. And then my homie I met in college, Chad Fellers, he owns and operates Waste Potential. He, uh, he hit me up. He was like, Hey man, would you be interested on going out on tour? And I just graduated. So I'm like, sure. And that's the crazy man. So I went on the first tour I went on, I actually wasn't designing or running the lights, I was brought on as a lighting tech, which means just kind of setting up the lights and um, plugging in stuff. And then uh, two weeks in, Chad had to leave tour. So he, I, he was like, do you want, you want to take this, you know, try it out? And the first show, I was like shaking, of course, behind the yeah, console. Um, and then- which, which, Sorry, which artist was it for? The Somo. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he had that song, Ride. Yeah, yeah. That's back in the day. That's awesome. 
I want to dive a little into the uh, the darker, harder sides of like tour management. Um, the first part of that is like loneliness, being on the road. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like a mm-hmm. real, yeah, it's present real. reality. I mean, it's tough too. It's I mean, real. especially for um, like some artists. I know, like, how many tour dates, how many shows a year is Masego doing right now? Ish. Man, I mean, probably over a hundred. The meat of that is how how many days are you away from home? Mm-hmm. Um, man, if I showed you guys a schedule, it's surprising. So I'm going to be gone pretty much a good two and a half months of the summer. So like, um, what do you? Already, so how does that impact like your relationships, your psyche? Like, yeah, what right. do you mean? So, is, is that is it hard? And how do how have you learned to like cope with that if it is challenging? Yeah, so that's I'm a very introverted person, mm-hmm. so I love when I have time to myself. Um, and that's an interesting way to be as a tour manager. Right? Yeah. Cause that's the thing. It's like at the end of the nights, I find, I, I have to find like at least an hour to just be by myself. Mm. Um, wherever that be in a hotel room or just outside and hanging out or just take a walk. Um, and then with my relationships, I, my actually just recently fiance. Um, congratulations on that. Thanks, yeah. brother. Um, no more crazy tour. <laughs> well, she's been a trooper. I'm not gonna lie, she's been a big trooper. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's a lot of like just knowing there's the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and always, I mean, I don't. I've never toured when I was single, mm-hmm. so I've always had her to know that I could come back to. And that, That's um, great. yeah, yeah. I guess that kind of helped me as well. Nice. And then the second side too. I mean, I think you already alluded to this, but just curious on a more tactical level, how you approach it, but like sleep and energy management. Mm, Yeah, man. Sleep is the hard part. Yeah. Especially like TMing. Like there's one period I was three hours of sleep in 72 hour period. Jesus. Three hours in a 72 hour period. That was like real sleep deprivation. Wow. That's that's crazy, man. And at that point too, I mean, you're, you're just not there. Like you typically are. Yeah. Mentally you're just a zombie. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, that's, that's the thing. You, once you leave, it's not, it's nonstop. I mean, you have off days, but off days, I'm, I'm, as a TM, you don't really have off days. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you, you always have to get either ready for the next show or make sure the band is okay or safe. Um, mm-hmm. but that's that. And then, I mean, are you, are you guys like, do you prioritize like nutrition and sleep whenever possible? Like, is that something top of mind that you guys are like going out of your way to make sure is, a plus, yeah. So a I, plus at least, yeah, right. Maybe a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> um, sleep wise, yeah. I mean, that's it's more of a personal thing because the team, like, some of them don't sleep. Some of them like love to sleep. Um, I, I, that would be me. Yeah, I'd be like, bro, when's the next time we can get on a tour? It's like your show, but when's the? <laughs> I'd walk off the stage yeah, yeah, yeah. into my bed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> be like, all right, y'all, I'm out. Get a little hammock there. Yeah, uh, be a I man on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with like international travel, man, you can you just sleep where you can. Um, like I've like in airports, find little pods you can you can just rent out and sleep in, mm-hmm. or on car rides or flights, of course. Um, and then nutrition wise, you know, each it's each person. Like at that point, each person is their own adult. Right. Um, but at least on the rider, like we always have fresh fruit. Um, we always have like some cough mints or cough drops for the vocalists. Tea, Sega loves tea, and then a lot of aloe water. Um, just try to get some healthy things in there. 
Um, what do you think are some stereotypes about tour managers that just are true or just not true? Like, I think when people think of tours, they're thinking of like, oh, partying every night, going out every night, like having a great time, women in the trailer all the time. Like, the trailer. <laughs> yeah, what's Yo, up, Mark? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's what people think, you know? It's like, oh, you're going on tour? And they think it's something like this grandiose thing. Now, obviously, not everything is true. I don't know. I've only been on tour really once for two weeks. So what are, what are some things that are true? What are some things that are not true? Um, man, you know, I'd like to ask people that question too. I'd be <laughs> curious to see what their thoughts are. Like, yeah, I, but I know the one thing is when it comes to seeing the world, it's not really seeing all the world because you literally land, go to the hotel, sleep, venue, hotel, airport. That is most cases, mm-hmm. but you don't really have time to like see the, see where you are. I think that's a big one. I think people constantly think, oh, you travel, you get to travel so much. That's great. But I think I think a huge stereotype is seen a lot of hotels, right? Seen a lot of movies on airplanes, right? <laughs> Even on those off days, you said you don't really get too much time. Yeah, well, I'm, some days, man, like like you want to decongest. I literally just lock myself in my hotel room <laughs> because like that is my off day, just to catch up on my health and right. just my sleep. So, what are some other things you think people assume, whether positive or negative, that are true or not true? Definitely what you said with the parties. That's true parties. or not true. I will not, I will at least with Sago and our right. team, like we are not crazy partiers. Um, so it's like, we've, we've probably only had a handful of times where we've actually went wild, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's a every tour, every show thing, like at all. Um, yeah. And even when the parties do like take place, it's, it's, you know, it's not like a project X going on or <laughs> I forgot about that movie <laughs> throwback. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Um, so what are some things that are true then? What are some things people might think of? I, I mean, one of them. What do you think? Like, yeah. Geez. I think people tend to think that tour management is um, like you don't get sleep, which is sort of just what you told me. <laughs> so, so it's or or some degree of it, you know, like sleep deprivation. I, I think, you know, when I was on tour for those two weeks, very brief tour. Um, when I came back, even the people that didn't work in the industry knew that I was probably exhausted and that I probably didn't get much sleep. Um, so I think that's one thing, but then again, you know, I'm not a tour manager. So, and that was only one tour, you know, have you ever tour managed for any other artists? No, just Sega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would think that, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else that you think like, you know, maybe there, maybe people are right about this sort of thing. Well, when you come home, I'm sure you have family that like don't really know what you do. Cause people don't, people in my family, like don't really know what I do. They have an idea. Yeah. Right. So when you come back and you say, yo, I was just on this tour for having many dates, like, yeah, dude, even like, well, what, this wasn't a family, this is a friend, but they just kept saying like, man, like you're so like, you've seen the world. You're so lucky. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's like, again, just with that. Um, and then, you know what I do wish that I miss is having like a proper sleep schedule though. Mm. Um, Cause you're yeah. in different time zones so often. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's gotta be brutal. Um, yeah. Your body just can't figure it out. So mentally you have to, I guess. How long do you think it takes to catch back up on feeling like a human Man. again once you get back? Dude. Uh, I remember after our Asia tour, it took me like a good week and a half to get over this crazy jet lag ahead. I was just I mean, exhausted. Like the, it's literally the other end of the world. So you know, they got like 12 hour, 13 hour time difference. Yeah. The days are like completely flipped. Yeah. I, I couldn't like, I would wake up at like maybe 3 a.m. That's my day. Other days I would wake up until like 4 p.m. It, it was like completely <laughs> off. Yeah. It was weird. Um, 
Sorry, Sam. I'm just ask one more question. I yeah. know you got some stuff you want to get out. Um, you know, we've been talking about obviously how stressful it is to be a tour manager. You don't get that much sleep. People right now are probably thinking, dude, fuck this job. <laughs> yeah. What are some, what, <laughs> what are some reasons? You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what are some things you like about tour managing? What, what do you come home? What are experiences you come home? Uh, with that you're really like, wow, this is, this is, you know, I love doing this. Like, what man, like, yeah. So, I mean, after, you know, we've talked about it being stressful. Like, it's really fun at the end of the day. Like, you know, it's a gift to be doing this line of work and the freedom you get to not be working for a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the people you meet, the contacts I've made are outrageous, man, like all over the world. Um, and that's like stuff that I actually can like help with my own personal like stuff I want to build elsewhere. Um, I don't know what you're like, you're asking for the fun stuff. Pros. Yeah. Pros. Just the pros. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the pros and then, yeah. I mean, the, because the person it makes you into, like, I feel so much more confident and there's the shit I can handle just because of what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, and the challenges. So like, once you get through that, you as a person are just completely, you just felt, you feel so much more developed. Right. Um, and just business wise, communication wise, work ethic wise, it builds character, like a hella character. Yeah. I think so. Um, I mean, I might, I mean, this, not to be like a douche sounding like a douche, but, <laughs> no, no, no. um, yeah, I think that the, uh, and the skill sets you'll learn, new learn, um, you can apply to like, I mean, low key, like as weird as it sounds, like traveling now, I like there's little things that I apply to like just my personal life when I'm traveling or when I'm taking, you know, Sarah, my fiance, elsewhere. Or, I'm sure that's a breeze too. Yeah. When you, no, you travel for personal, yeah. it's like, man, let me do everything. Yeah. Well, what are some of those like little travel hacks, if you will? I mean, man. So let's see. One of them, yeah, low. No one knows this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this isn't, this is after you actually like are in the air though. Um, this might be obvious, but like to get free Wi-Fi, some, most flights with GoGo have a T-Mobile thing. I don't know if you guys have T-Mobile or not. I don't. I don't either. You either. just put in your friend's phone number that has T-Mobile and wham, you got free Wi-Fi. Oh yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> that one's lit. Um, let's see. Yeah. Like, well, uh, and that's a, well, the benefit of traveling so much is like, I actually have like status with Delta now, mm-hmm. you know, and that I can use for like when I'm traveling for myself or with my partner. Get first class to that five star ramen spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do, yeah. do five star ramen in Paris. Yeah. I got the points. Yeah. yeah. I know the dude. I've been there with Sego. <laughs> I think that's a cool benefit for sure is like, you know, that was like, because all your fights are paid for, but you actually get to reap the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, like the hotels we've stayed in was, are just phenomenal. Like I would never be able to afford that for myself. Um, and then like when I have to book hotels.com, you know, I've racked up a good amount of free nights. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So the little, little perks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, definitely the travel hacking side is cool. I used to be very into that where I'd, Cause there's like credit cards where you have, <laughs> we have to dive into how I knew you was about to No, but I've flown around the world for free. Moral of the story. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. That's fun. That's a cool perk. Um, I would like to say one more thing Yeah, is if you decide to be a tour manager and you walk into a venue, you are treated differently and it's a good feeling. 
You do. Wait, wait, okay, if this is if this is royalty, you know, king, prince, how are you treated? People just have so much more respect for you, I think, and um, they're always very more accommodating. You, it's just like this feeling. It's weird. Um, I feel like you're on a pedestal. Kind of, yeah. Than the but, artist, obviously, but the artist usually isn't, you know, not there as much as the tour manager is. But right. Um, oh, and low key. So when I was in college, uh, maybe four years back. I had a fake ID and I went to a concert at the Metro in Chicago and I got kicked out for a drinking underage. I went back to, cause we played a few times there and I saw that same dude there and I was like, you know what's funny, bro? I can kick you out now. <laughs> he was like, he was like, don't say that, please. No, I need this job. <laughs> He's like, that's hilarious. That's what do you need? Up. I'll give you all the alcohol you need. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a family. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so if somebody wants to get into tour management how do you recommend they approach that mm-hmm. i mean you guys are welcome to put my number out there or my email preferably my email reach out to me i'll make you some contacts especially with this company wasted potential you know our clientele of like 30 people right now of artists we need bodies and we're happy to try help train you um so that's that could be you know if that's something you're really curious about or want to get into let me know um, and then like elsewhere, like if that's not something that pre- you pursue, if you have artists that you ideally want to work with, like, you know, it can't hurt to reach out to their agents or the, their managers, but it might be hard to find those contacts. Mm-hmm. And most likely, like, you're not going to be a tour manager at the gate. You know, you got to settle for something like even assistant role or just hospitality management. Um, but, you know, that's one way to get into a room or hop on a local tour, a local band in your city. Again, just getting your foot in the door. You, you have to be able to two things is a take a really shitty pay or don't take pay at all. Just make see if they give you per diems because then you're good out on the road. Like you just need that first experience. And then B, like I was saying, just take a role that you think you can actually handle because you're not going to become a tour manager right out the gate. I don't, if you can, awesome, more power to you. Um, but those two things, I would say, just be willing to accept if you want to get into it right away. Mm-hmm. Word. Amazing. Well, you have any other questions, I think? Yeah, um, I know Justin went on tour with you guys a lot. Masego's tour manager, right. for the people that don't know. Um, do you think when you the first started... Regular man- general manager. I mean, regular manager, yes. Yeah. Yes, Masego's manager. Mm-hmm. Levi's Masego's tour manager. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to get that confused. No, that's right. I'm just, that's right. <laughs> He's like, what? No, he You're said it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how we break it. <laughs> um, did he, did his presence help you at all? Cause he used to be on tour with you guys all the time. Yeah. Justin's definitely been a huge asset. Like, um, like when it was a lot of, it was like when we had, uh, our DJ Masego and just, just Justin and I like handling just like all the baggage and setups and stuff. Um, and you know when he is there he justin like he just loves to, to help like that's just who he is um you know i think well, i was in the, our first europe tour he came out on the bus for a little bit and then, um just like during the shows like he helped set up the merch um get the merch going with the, the actual ipad because i'm like trying to program the show with the lighting consoles that was so a, that kind of helped ease you into the the job to some degree. Oh at yeah, first. oh yeah, yeah, man. Justin was a huge help, showing help show the ropes and stuff. Do you think people shouldn't be afraid to see if the manager can come the first time? Uh, think I think. Benefit? Well, I think per- personally, I would think the the manager would want to come. Would want time. to, yeah, yeah, because he needs to oversee and make sure. Like at the end of the day, it's his job to make sure everything's right. fluid, and then take it away. But I think if 
you know, if you, uh, if you don't have a body out there on the road with you, just make sure you have someone you can call and text pretty consistently right. when you have questions. Um, I was going to add something else with Justin. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a, no, well, Justin and I, like, I love the kid. We're best friends. So, like, that relationship really just worked out really right. well. Dope. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It was really amazing and to learn yeah, about all the me, like, ins and outs and your your growth. Super excited to see where you go with Masego and even in your own initiatives I am, too, I am man. too, yeah. as being invested in on the management side. <laughs> so, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you have a lot of work yeah, <laughs> in this next yeah. year. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate it, Levi. Cool. We out. Man, that was a hilarious episode. Cool. I bet I bet you he was not expecting that question about farts question was fire but it's a good question thank you jen pierce for coming in yeah you might have to start doing more cameos yeah for real all right definitely but that episode all jokes aside uh was incredible i think it was really really cool just to hear about his his journey his experience the skills he's he's had to develop the the responsiveness the operational excellence i think it's uh these are all skills that i think are really valuable no matter what transferable to anything yeah, yeah exactly so i think that that was really cool um and also fun too i mean just to hear it's like a lot of people think that like, oh, tour life, it's always crazy, blah, 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 like tour bus is going down. <laughs> but I think a lot of the artists that really win big are the ones that really treat music as the, as their job, as their craft and right. are professionals on the road. I mean, that's what Harry Remler said in our first episode. Yeah. He said as soon as he went on the road with Logic, Logic set him down and was like, hey, I'm not here to fuck around. I'm here to get some work done. And Harry was like, let's do it. Yeah. And I think Levi brings, you know, that mindset to his to his job as well. Yeah, So for sure. Um, so thank you so much for coming on, Levi. Super interesting and awesome to learn from you. Uh, we'll put his, his email address in the show notes per his point. So if you guys do want to reach out to him, you can check out his email there. Um, and as always, if you guys have any questions, any feedback, please leave feedback on iTunes uh, as a review. It's super helpful in helping us improve the show. And then also if, if reach out on Instagram. I mean, we love hearing from you guys directly, hearing, answering any questions. Uh, maybe we want to start answering more questions on air during the show. So definitely send them through and we'll do our best to get back to you. Um, with, with that said, thank you guys. Stay tuned. We got a lot more awesome interviews on the way. Thank you. All right. Have a great rest of your week. <laughs>